Hi, my name is Enzo Choga, and I am the founder of Transform My Universe. If you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should, and I mean that, listen to my good friend, Brandon Strasser with the Mastermind Effect. Do it now. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of Transform My Universe, Enzo Ochoga. She talks about the difference in the four walls education versus the outside resources that come with self-education. Enzo talks about how without effort, you can't achieve excellence and how the world is changing with and without our permission and what that means to you. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do that, we have the founder of Transform My Universe, her favorite word, transform. We have got Enzo Ochoga. Enzo, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Hi, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it is one, transform is one of my favorite words. The second would be food. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, then th th we are done because you just hit my sweet spot, which is food. So. <laughs> when everyone realizes the unbelievable thought bombs and just energy that you're bringing and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to either personally or through social find you? So I am a very hands-on person and I love to respond directly. And I would just say, please use LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is one of my favorite platforms is where I really, really get to interact with people from the heart. And so reach me on LinkedIn and it's just Enzo Ochoga, E-N-Z-O for Enzo Ochoga is O-C-H-O-G-A. <laughs> and that's how you can find me. Connect with me. I do connect and I will respond. Yeah, I love it. You're going to respond through LinkedIn. And that's that's just, it's a great platform to connect with people as well as that success finder thing that we were just talking about here recently. Yes, so, yes. All right, let's just dive into it and, uh, you know, get the, ne the needle moving. When, when you and I were younger, we learned through teachers and textbooks. And then we eventually, that became our family, our friends and our coworkers. But it's really a sliver of who we can learn from and how we can learn. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, that question is very, it's, it's, I mean, as human beings, we evolve, right? And we are all like meaning seeking human beings. We're always seeking meaning and for me, education without walls has been my greatest teacher. And you know, like the saying that goes, the old saying that goes, experience is the best teacher. I find that to be so true. And you can look at it in two ways. So there's the experience with education with walls. That is the standardized type of education and schools, textbooks, all those, all those stuff, like we are being programmed or trained to work for, you know, just a standardized industrial world out there. But then you find that every single, even as an educator, like every single kid 
has, you know, different variations, different paces, um, different types of IQ levels that, you know, they're drawn to, right, where they thrive. And with education with walls, because it is so standardized and fixed, you don't get to explore those untapped resources within you, you know? So education without walls, those experiences, all those things outside, you know, the generalized standardized education does something to you. It evolves you for the better. It lets you explore and tap those things that you never even believed that you even had within you, you know? So it does something. And and for me, that has been my greatest teacher is um, talking with people that are not like me, going to places that I would never have dreamt that I would have the guts to go to, being able to express myself and ideas and be okay with the fact that nobody is going to, you know, be okay with failing, right? And that's what education with walls does something to you where it's like, oh my God, if you say something wrong, or if you'd say, if you say something that does not fit you know, the standardized way of things, that means you're wrong. Where, where versus you have education without walls, where it's like, you know, it's okay, throw, throw an idea out there. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter because all ideas count, right? So if you throw out an idea or you explore something and it doesn't work out, that's fine. You've learned your lesson. However, you can do better, right? So for me, experiences, doing things outside the box that we are typically placed in growing up does something. It helps us live a real, a well-rounded life, a full life, you know, and that is so important. And I, and I, and, and that's what I want people to do. That's what, that's one of my biggest, biggest passions is inspiring individuals and especially small businesses to tap into those ideas to say, you know what? It's okay if I don't, I mean, we're all in the world of figuring things out. It's okay if I try this, it doesn't work. I will find a way, you know, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to feel like I'm an imposter because I didn't go to a four-year college to study, um, to study a particular course. I can actually, you know, deviate into something else, explore it and win. We see that happening time and time again. The greatest people in this world that have lived or are living, which you and I included, I would say, are doing the things that they thought they would never do. Wow. That is, that is so robust in what you just said right there. I mean, like it is, it it is, um, you, you, you eloquently, how you placed the, you know, the, the education through the four walls and you just moved through that it's worth a second listen to whoever's listening right now to rewind and hear what you just said. And I know we're going to get into your work with uh, small and minority businesses out there, which I'm looking forward to. But then, I mean, like the successful part that you talked about being okay with failure and going through that, just there's so much right there that we're going to get into. And that, that was amazing. Thank you for sharing that part with us. So I, I appreciate that. I'm glad it yeah, connects. Absolutely. So, I mean, like kind of moving on in that area, we've got a lot of ways to connect, you know, more than ever before and take in information. Some people, uh, they use a mentor or a coach, an accountability buddy, a mastermind, online courses. There's a lot of ways um, to learn today. Who are you currently learning from? And more 
importantly, how did you connect with them? I'm just like, the reason why I even said, wow, is so I, I don't narrow my learning mediums, right? Like the, the channels, my funnels, my learning funnels are very, very wide. I learn from people. People have been my greatest, greatest teachers. And when I say people, I'm talking about everyday people. I'm talking about even someone that I would see at the coffee shop. Maybe it's the way they're handling themselves. It can inspire me as an individual. You know, it could be someone that is, you know, the, the person around that is cleaning or doing the lawn or whatever is how they even do it. Like it's, it's so effortless, right? Like it depends because I'm such a deep thinker. And so when, when I see all these things, they inspire me in a lot of ways. It's not just, you know, oh, I'm going to name all the billionaires of the world because this is how to be a successful person. You wake up by 4 a.m., you do this, you do this, you know, and all that stuff that everyone is trying to preach and say, well, you, for you to be successful, you have to look at all this, all the billionaires in the world. And that's how you get. But success, right, is very, is very different for everyone. So for me, what inspires me are the everyday people around me, the support group or support someone that I have actually that, that, that are my accountability bodies that have my best interest. And that's very important is having the support group or support or support someone that can be your accountability buddy or group that has your best interest at heart, right? And also another thing is for me that really inspires me is, okay, one of the things I always tell people is everyone needs a coach, everyone. And your coach can come on different levels. You need that coach. You need an outlet where you can- Coaches need coaches. Yes, coaches need coaches. Like coaches have coaches. Any coach that says, no, coaches do have coaches. Everyone needs a coach on different levels. You know, you have people that would have a coach for trauma. You have people that have a coach for finances. You have people that have a coach, but, you know, just to stay sane and inspired, right, on different levels. And we all need that. So those are the things that inspire me, the people, the everyday people around me, the people that I have as friends. Um, even the trees inspire me. Like, I'm serious. Like, if you know the science behind like how the trees help us as human beings in our environment, the story behind it, the science behind it is actually very inspiring. And that's the thing. I am so very, I like to say different or unique in my way, because what the things that inspire me are not really the typical. I wouldn't call like certain names. I mean, there's so I mean, I like, there's so many people out there that I love and respect, right? The, the big names and non-big names, it doesn't matter. I could say even my mom, you know, I could even say what you're doing um, right now because there's something I wrote here. I was like, lead with the give mentality. That that word, that phrase, um, that sentence to me is also an inspiration. So I do not box what inspires me. Everything that connects or aligns with my personality or where I want to be honestly, is an inspiration to me. So people, things, and places inspire me. Wow. I love it. I love it because that, that reminds me of just like watching people and listening to their tonality. Yeah. How they're interacting. Jeez, I think I was talking to my six-year-old son about this just the other day and what you were saying and just 
watching and learning from other people around you, no matter where your environment is, how much you can actually take away from that. And just to mention, you said you're a six-year-old kid, right? Like for me, for me, I always say both my kids are one of my biggest mentors as well. And, and that's the thing is because even you as a dad, right, whether you're a dad or you're not a dad is when you look at kids, even though you are the person in their life that's supposed to be the guide, right, the leader, but you are also being that servant leader because you're being proactive in listening and they teach you so much to be better. You know what I mean? And that's just amazing. So I definitely relate with that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, and I, I feel sometimes I learn more from him than he's learning yeah. from me. Isn't, isn't that amazing? Because the way that they see the world through their eyes is still innocent and, and they don't have walls around them. Anything is possible. Yeah. You know, they kind of like goes into what I was going to talk to you about next is they don't get stuck in what they want to do. And a lot of the time, we don't know how to execute what's in our head. We're still going through a pandemic, but I feel that this is causing a reset in how we can accomplish things. Yes. How have masterminds or coaching helped you when you're looking to reset and get unstuck? So, you know, like when you are, when you get into like some mastermind and first of all, we need to be very intentional and selective as to what kind of coaches or mastermind we are really trying to align ourselves with. That is so important because just going around piling up all this stuff that doesn't really, you're just, you know, putting all this stuff in too much information in. So for me is I, I'm usually very selective and intentional. And then for me, mastermind and coaches, oh my God, do we say things, right? Or show you things that you're like, oh my God, this is totally for me. I connect with this, right? It shows you and guides you on daring greatly, you know, like just trying to to tap into things that, as I said, and this is going back to you tap, you, you realize that, wow, my history has played a huge role on who I am today, good or bad right? You kind of recognize some behaviors and some patterns that you need to hold on to and those you need to add to and, and the patterns that you need to kind of correct, right? It has helped me from changing the mindset of being bitter and just getting better. That is exactly how masterminds and coaches have helped me. And another thing I would say is really understanding that without effort, you cannot achieve excellence, right? So it's like you have to put in, put in all the effort, you know, all the work, get the work in, you know, um, explore, do all those things, learn. And that's what these masterminds have. They have really, it doesn't tell you what to do. It, it guides you into what you should do. And it help, you decide on your own based on what you've, what you've heard. So that's how it has really helped me. It has changed so much for me. It has even my character and everything that I do has really evolved and is still changing as I get coached and as I listen to masterminds that align with me. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, masterminds, they've, they've been around for a long time, probably dating back to the apostles. That was probably the first mastermind. <laughs> And, and, and from there, you're absolutely right. And then I from like that you said that. I mean, if you think about it, and then from there, Benjamin Franklin, we fast forward, you know, a very long time, and he creates the uh, the leather apron club or the Junto Club. And then this guy, Napoleon Hill, he comes up and he really solidifies it and writes a book. Yeah. You know, is there's been such a large boom in self education versus traditional education? 
Where do you see the two? I know we talked about this here a little bit ago, but I want to dive a little bit deeper. Where do you see the paradigm going between traditional education versus standardized education? The four walls versus not having a box around you. If you notice right now, you would see that there's a shift happening in traditional education. Like literally you have colleges and even like elementary schools are like really changing the way they learn because they're seeing like the old way, it's not working anymore. It's actually more damaging than what we thought it was. I'm seeing a shift right now today in education. I mean, they even have courses, a four-year degree for entrepreneurship. I was like, what? You know, but you know, they have all these things that they're attaching right now to traditional education to make it more accepting in today's world because our world is transforming with or without our permission, right? So right now, I, I guess if I look at both, I mean, I'm not saying in spaces because even 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 in America and in many places, I'm not saying that there you don't have schools that are not still doing the traditional way of things. That's actually a sad thing, but I believe with time it will change. But I'm seeing more traditional schools or schools that were traditional add, you know, having these shifts right now. So I believe that with time, it's really going to evolve, especially with today's children. I mean, we're talking about generations that are literally going to be having flying cars. I mean, self-driving cars are already here. We're talking about generations that it's really about touching versus doing this right now. We're talking about a generation, I mean, generations where you literally have smart glasses, right? You have different types of headsets and all these things that are happening now. We're talking about the things we we used to watch in our time as sci-fi movies happening now in this generation. So if there is no shift happening, everyone is like a lot of kids are going to be honestly educating themselves by themselves because it's all is all online. And, and it's all about experiences. Um, different countries want different people to come and explore different things, especially in technology. So right now, I see that the traditional schools are making shifts. And I'm so proud of it. And if they don't, it will be obsolete for sure in time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. I've We've had an interview with some amazing people that are helping the schools make that shift to more of a Netflix style of education and what we're trying to do over here, you either change or you get left behind. And, uh, you know, the only constant in life is change. That's it. Yes. So that you can say that again. I mean, that's so spot on. Yeah. (laughs) It's the only constant life, but you know, like, you know, moving on a little bit, typically when people invest in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get out of it. They have an expectation of, you know, what the outcome can be if they put in the work. What should people expect when they enter Enzo's reality and work with you? So I don't tell my clients what to do. I don't ever tell my clients. I want people to, to especially my clients, anyone that comes to me is I guide you. I facilitate with you your work. I am with you like really shoulder to shoulder you know, on the same wavelength. 
I listen and I ask questions that are very thought provoking that even you yourself, because the thing is, I'm also an industrial psychologist, right? As a practitioner as well. So I tap into that because I know what human beings are capable of. I know that if we, if business owners, if my clients really tap into, you know, get into the questions on a deeper level as to how I ask them, there's always a feeling of, oh, wow, I cannot believe that I thought about it. Or, Enzo, are you sure I can do this? And my, my question is, how do you feel about it? It's all in you. Have you tried it out? Why not? Like, oh, no, I feel like I shouldn't do this. Or, and my question is, why not? So you always, and the response is usually, well, that's not the way people usually do it. Some like, do you want to do the way people usually do it or you want to try your idea out, right? So what I do is basically help my clients explore their ideas and not being afraid to even try it. Like try try the standardized and non-standardized and let's see how it works, right? But asking those questions, creating that framework that really connects with where they need to be as a person or as a business owner, letting them see, like making my clients feel like they did it, you know, because it's one thing, the the way I have found it, a lot of business, especially business um, consultants or, you know, branding agencies or whatever, when it, it, they take the glory, I'm not saying you shouldn't take the glory, but I love my clients and my clients usually feel like they are a part of it. It's collaborative. They feel like I did this, you know, like it's not like, oh, Enzo's company or Enzo did it, right? It's more like they feel a strong sense of them leading, you know, being the founders, being the CEOs. So that's what people get. You get emotional support, definitely all the way around. You get a beautiful framework that you will be totally part of. You know, it's collaborative. It is transparent. You feel like family. And by all means, that's just the truth because there's a lot of emotional connection there. So it's really leading from the heart. And I'm all in. I'm all in with it. I want them to win. And I think the most amazing part, honestly, is really seeing how they feel. I'm a very emotional person and very passionate. So, and I'm very strong at the same time, very opinionated in a very compassionate um, way. And I mean that, but is really seeing how my, like my clients actually just feel afterwards, you know, the gratitude, the pride they have in themselves, you know, that they can, they, they feel, they feel like, they feel amazing. So that's what people get is that one-on-one, that heartfelt, um, non-pressure, but very effective, effortlessly done and collaborative way of working the right framework that, that fits their budget or, you know, and, and, you know, not being afraid to really try new things and see how it works and know that it's still okay. Hey, don't be scared and not really just doing things by the book. Oh, um, if I do this, I need to have this. And that's what we get um, caught, caught up in is there's this entire list and it works. I see it as a guide, but we can't always, it's different for every business. We can't always just stick to the same playbook and say, okay, this is how it's done. So it's going to work for everyone. So that they get something customized and, and yada, yada and beautiful stuff. <laughs> there you go. Well, let, let's kind of keep going down that with what they get and what the outcome is. You know, I feel that yeah. people have a way of surprising us, whether it's their grit, their grind, their willingness to learn. Yes. You know, you're, you're hand selecting the people that you work with. 
Give us a success story of, of one of your businesses or clients that have come out after going through, um, you know, working with you. So I have this client that has, she has two businesses. And so I was helping her with one. And so she makes um, pralines and pralines are, well, they're like pastries, right? She makes pastries and they're so good, family tradition. And she was kind of lost as to, you know, she was doing, she spent a lot of money, you know, running the regular stuff and doing all that, but it wasn't working out. And what I realized is there was something missing. It was like she was working on, she she had a ready-made template given to her to follow. So that's what she was doing, but it was it wasn't completely who she was, right? It wasn't the way everything was set up, the flow of it, the cadence wasn't the way, you know, like it wasn't her, you know? So I came in, I changed up everything in terms of branding, the, the, the look of it from her ideas. I sat down, I listened to a story. One of the things that I know every business has is a story behind your business. Why are you running your business? What is the inspiration? There's always a story why. So I take the, I listen and I write it from an emotional standpoint and I use that and create a framework and, and the way we should design the entire project in their rebranding process. And that's what I do. So that's what I did with her. And she felt amazing. And I was so hands-on when we're doing, the, we're creating content and rebranding. I was so hands-on. She could not believe it. Like, I mean, even with her look, like even with the photo shoot that we did, everything, the articles that she was on, all that stuff, those were experiences that she had never had. And I would say that she thought those experiences, to be honest, were experiences that only like only non-minority humans get. And because she's, she's, she's a minority, so she just figured, I mean, she had, you know, she, she, she was financially stable. She could afford stuff, but she just felt because of the color of her skin and, you know, she might not even thrive or she might not receive the kind of service that, you know, but I changed all that because I have a team of people that are so diverse and, and you have to really just take it to make it. So I love that that really changed her business. She's right now. It's so interesting that you said that. Last night we had a great conversation. So she's literally sold out this December and now we're planning for January. So she's like so excited. She's like, we're back, uh, back behind orders and everything. But it's just so great to hear that for the first time, she's selling out. You know, she's sold out for the first time. But it was because I took what was in her side by side with her and I put it out there. I wanted people to see and feel her, every story that she said in her product. You know, every single strand of what she's making, the taste of it has to feel like the person that you put out there. So that was it. So she is my success story right now in 2020. Her name is Evangeline. Um, she's amazing. Her and her husband uh, right now, the run to businesses um, right now. So I'm going to be hopping on her next business because of what I've done with the current one. <laughs> yeah. And, and you helped her accept it as a human. Yes. As a person, it was almost like the stories and everything. She, this isn't supposed to happen to me. Like I'm not supposed to be here and felt guilty 
for that. And you helped her accept it as a human. So then she can give that back. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. So I always say if you're dealing with a client, like it's not, people do it like a checklist. Like, okay, the most important thing is to make your client feel special. Make your client feel, it's like just a checklist. It's not authentic. And let me tell you, that is short-lived. If you connect and humanize your business and connect with your client emotionally and from an authentic space, something happens. It changes the game. And that is what businesses and people, coaches, anyone need to understand. You can't teach people how to, you can teach people how to fake it, but you can't teach people how to really, really succeed in connecting because human emotions trumps logic at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah. you got to humanize. You're speaking my language. I'm soaking in everything that, <laughs> that you're allowing us to hear today and learn from you today. And just, I, I love it, you know, and, and how you're working with, with these businesses out there. So we talked a little bit about this earlier. And in the solo shows, we talk about the pillars of success, hanging out with the right people, willingness to invest in yourself, you know, working with someone like you, and then taking action through experimentation and continuing to do that. And, and in those areas, there's a lot of subcategories. It's, you know, mentorship, coaching, experimentation, partnerships, willingness to fail. Cause you mentioned something about that earlier on. What do you feel is a key ingredient when it comes to being successful? You, you gotta be willing to fail, that it's okay to fail and to feel. I think that is one of the biggest problems that we have is you have everyone, hey, you get up, you know, you get up, get excited all the time. Like, no, there's no time to, you know, you can't, there's no time to feel like a failure. Get up. No, you should feel like a failure when you're, when you're trying to succeed. Embrace that, but don't stay there. That's the difference, right? Is as a human being, you have to feel all your emotions. People that don't feel all their emotions, there's always a problem involved in that. There's always a problem from a psychological safety standpoint as a business owner or an individual. Feel those emotions. Let failure be your partner to success. So feel it, don't stay in it right? And that is why, you know, you have to read things. If you're not a reader, that is fine. Watch things. If you're not a watcher, that is fine. And listen to stuff, you know, that can actually just ignite and help you research online, go out there, research and see and, and check, oh, where can I find, you know, there are many things out there, but, but research and find the things, as I have mentioned before, is the things that really align with who you are as a person and ask yourself those, those, those real questions, you know, those questions like, who am I? Why am I here? What is my business for? Really? Is, is money driving my business? Is that money is beautiful. I love money so much, but you know what I love more than money is guts. It's daring is grit is really is, is being purpose driven. That is what, because the truth is, if you are purpose-driven, if you put service first, not as a checklist because somebody told you so, not, not because someone gave you a template, but if genuinely your goal is to do a thing of purpose, which is to serve others, I tell you, money comes automatically. It will hit you 
because you're doing the right thing. People will start coming. That's the thing is when people see value in you, they come. I just want to share this, that this happened to me. This All this working with small business owners and minority business owners really just happened in 2020. I was one of those people caught up in, in really just working with, you know, big, big industry, in the big industry, right? And taking contracts with, you know, anyone or um, companies that are already 100% success. But something happened in 2020 and I looked around me. And that's the thing about being mindful and being present and being aware. And I saw that, that, that there was a need, especially like Eve, I, there was one time I walked to, into a restaurant. I was actually, I had a meeting that was postponed and it was during COVID, obviously. And then I was like, oh, let me stop by this restaurant and probably just get a drink. And so I met, it was just one lady inside and she was the owner. She said, oh, we, we just opened this morning. I've been closed throughout COVID. Thank you for coming. And so she had this amazing accent. I love I love like, I saw just, I said, where are you from? Like, I know it could be like, yeah, you could be a citizen. You could be, but where, where, where's your native country? And then she was like, oh, she's from Colombia. You know, she owns this restaurant. And I was like, uh, and I was, then she said, take the drink for free. Don't pay. And I said, what? No, no, no. Let me pay. Let me, let me support. She insisted. Right. So I took her card, everything. And I, I, I left, I came back the next day. I brought her flowers. And then I was like, I need to pay for, just make me food. I want to take something to my family. This woman made the best sandwiches and it was just so good to sit down and listen to her story. And when I heard her story, she didn't even have a website or not even, she didn't have any presence online. And I said, look at the X factor this woman has. Imagine coming into a space and feeling loved by the owner of a business. You know, that alone is an X factor to make any business thrive. I want to take her, I want to share with her what I do, and I want to take her business to the next level. So this woman talking today is going, I'm going to onboard um, her and her restaurant and because she makes the best sandwiches. So my thing is there are so many minority businesses and small businesses that have been hit a lot during COVID and is really, really bad for a lot of them. These are the people that I want to help. I feel like that is a strong sense of calling um, for me right now. So it's why I'm doing what I'm doing, how I see success right now. And I want to really focus on that. Brandon, I do not know if I answered your question, but I just wanted to share that. <laughs> you answered what was important at that moment. And it doesn't matter. You answered what was important and what we needed to take and receive at that moment. So thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome. I was just like, wow. <laughs> there you go well you, you kind of answered what i was gonna you know as we're coming to an end here i had a few more questions and one of them was like hey what do you have you know what's what's in the books that you're excited about over the next 12 months that you're working on and you've you've told us it's you're you're you have an outreach and you want to work with minority businesses yes. in a way that it hasn't been done before because it's important to you. You're leading with the give mentality. I You're living a that. life of purpose. Money will be a byproduct because you lead with that give mentality. And that's, that's what's important. I appreciate that. I appreciate that because it's not looking at, um, I think if, if you know, if, some people might be like, well, that's not where the money is, right? Or no, I just want to do 500, um, you know, the big 500 fortune companies. Or I just want to, you know, 
and, and, but the thing is, go to a no man's land. I'm not saying they're, they're not people helping, but go where the need is, where you are needed, where you can add value, where you can be impactful and you can be inspiring and you can also be inspired in return. So there's a great need, is a huge calling for my heart right now, Brandon, is really to be there for small business owners and minority business owners that need people to taste and experience all those beautiful things that they can offer the world. There's space for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's what, that's what you're going to do. That's how you're going to help transform them. And, and that's, that's what's important. So what is one last thing? What is a tip tactic actionable item that if, if a listener today implemented that over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they would see a real impact on their personal or business life? Write it down. And I, I know it sounds, let me write all your ideas down. Do a brain dump on a journal. Write it down. I Not just a computer. There is a high retention connection when you write things out. Um, and this has to do with psychology, neuroscience, right? Like do you, you can put it on your computer, fantastic. But manually, traditionally, write it down, do a brain dump, okay, of your ideas, whether it sounds good or it doesn't sound um, right, then research. Research not just based on market. You can research the market, which is so important as well, but do a lot of research and see if, you know, if that's, if that's something that you kind of connect with and then really just tap into it, explore it, you know, make those efforts to to kind of explore those ideas and see, you know, how it goes or, you know, if it's something that really speaks to you and please and please and please reach out. Community matters. Um, reach out to people, connect with people, find those coaches, those um, educate yourself. A lot of um, classes are out there that you can take. I'll be starting mine soon. We're going to help so many people. And then, so it's going to be in January. We're putting all that together and there's so many um, of course, people out there, but educate yourself and do not, don't stop yourself, you know, partner up with fear. You need to be the partner of fear and do it afraid as you have always heard, but let fear be the partner of your success. Let failure be the partner of success and diversify yourself. Don't just stick to one thing. I don't care if anybody tells you that, oh, well, he or she just does different things. They don't know what they're doing. No. Ask yourself those questions. All those things that you want to do, are those the things that connect with you? Explore them, all of them. Diversify yourself. Diversify yourself and be open. Be open to learning. Be, be a good student, a continuous student. Get rid of that imposter syndrome. Everybody starts from somewhere. You know, you're brilliant. You are brilliant. You have the number one supercomputer in and on planet Earth in your head. And that's your brain. Your brain is your number one platform. Be the general of in the greatest battlefield. And that's the mind. Yeah. And I think that's a, I won't say it's a great way to end it. That's a great way to continue why they should connect <laughs> with you is diversify yourself. We've got the founder of Transform My Universe. Enzo Ochoga. Enzo, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was so much fun. And it was just really good, beautiful energy. Locations have energy. Your location right now, right here on this platform, Brandon, 
amazing. <laughs> and I haven't had coffee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. This was your Thanks, coffee Brandon. for the morning. So good. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.